<laughs> what happened, bro? Please, no, please. What happened? Stop, bro. Stop. You... Stop. <laughs> no, that's it. You were just talking to me. <laughs> How does that happen? Oh, fuck. Fuck. Okay, this this is a sign. This isn't supposed to happen. This, is, this podcast is amazing. Hey. <laughs> Yo, can you hear me? Yeah. Yo, what the fuck oh, happened, bro? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking technology. <laughs> Too old for this shit. <laughs> Oh my god. Working, bro. God damn it, bro. This is ridiculous. Oh my god, bro. Man, I just completely lost my all (laughs) (laughs) everything I have in my head or anything, bro. It's like Took us like freaking half half hours. Yo, 40 minutes, bro. Yo, bro. 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 (laughs) 40 minutes just to get the setup going, bro. Like what the fuck? Jesus Christ. Oh, we don't even have setup, again, bro. It's just three sets of headphones. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Are we this old? What happened Let me call my kid to set Yo. this up. I'm going to ask my kid to help me with this. Uh, now I get why people have kids. Yo. Oh, <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to our podcast where we talk about sports, movies, current events, and anything else that comes to our mind. My name's Ian. My name is Jazz. So just kick back and relax with Jazz and Ian. All right. What's up, Jazz? How's it going, man? I'm good, man. How are you? Oh, it's a new year. You know what they say, yeah. new year, new me. New Ian, new Ian coming out, 2021. Yeah, yeah got to change it up, you know. Ready to take over this year. This is your year. I'm just happy. I'm just, hey, I'm just happy I made it to 2021. That's true, too. That's true. You yeah, got to be I grateful, man. Yeah, I made it safe, healthy. I beat uh, COVID. I got a job. I, you know, I still have a job. So yeah, thank yeah, God for that, too. Yeah, that's true. Like so many people uh, lost their jobs, so can always never complain about working from home or anything like that. But no, no, <laughs> just no, be grateful no. you have a job, you know. Exactly. But I think twenty twenty one should be much better. I feel like. Yeah, uh, yeah, a lot better. I mean, yeah, I, I hope so at least. But we'll see where. Well, it goes I think from. now most people I mean, we have the vaccines rolling out. Um, it's not like the beginning where everyone was so scared of this virus, not knowing what it was, but yeah. at least now people know who, it's a, who it affects most. Uh, right. We have vaccines coming in all over. Some countries have eradicated it. So, I mean, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely looking hopeful, for sure. There's definitely hope. I think uh, a lot of people feel a little bit more comfortable, not as anxious as they were at the beginning of it, for sure. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, hopefully it keeps trending in that direction and we can leave our house and go outside yeah. in the nature. We can actually see you, see you face to face. Yeah, we can actually see each other. Yeah, that hasn't happened in a while now. Yeah, I don't even remember last, I think November or something, but yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. what you been doing since at home, man? You've been uh, making some money out in the stock market here? <laughs> Unfortunately, I wasn't uh, I wasn't involved in that uh, little, little hike in stock prices there for GameStop but I wish tell you what man tell you what just to help you out and help our viewers out we got ourselves an expert here today we got ourselves a GME shareholder that we brought in just for you guys just to break it down for you guys he uh he's worked in a lot of hedge funds uh you know (laughs) (laughs) at the directly on the Wall Street uh welcome welcome our friend straight from New York (laughs) <laughs> um, how are you doing there, Willie? How are you feeling? Good, man. How are you guys? Doing good. Not uh, no complaints so far, at least. Yeah, just trying to get a hang of this all this excitement, you know, that's going on in the stock market. Yeah, that's something to be uh, explored into. That's for sure. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been amazing just seeing all the progression, seeing how it's developed from Reddit, and uh, it's it's just something we've never seen before. Yeah, and uh, I, I think uh, like my perception is very different from the public perception because I've been 
uh, following GameStop since essentially like, or not GameStop, sorry, Wall Street bet since 2016. Um, so it, it's funny to me because everybody thinks Reddit is this sophisticated machine that's going on, whereas the reality couldn't be anything different. Okay. But we'll get into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so the subreddit Wall Street, Wall Street bets, where it's all kind of started. Uh, so you've been a member of it since 2016. I just, I knew about it, but I never really subscribed to it or followed it. But now this, like after this, I feel like it's gained so many followers, right? Like two, three million followers in like two days. Oh, they got, like they got like six million in the span of a week. Oh my god! It's up to seven million That's right now. Please. <laughs> yeah, like the they had to shut down Reddit too. Like I, I saw I couldn't even load my page or anything like that. It was just getting bombarded by all these like new people coming in yeah. and subscribing to Wall Street bets. But okay, so you actually been subscribed to it for about five years now, eh? Yeah. Uh, so what would you say is like usually the posts there compared to now? Well, so it's essentially like the description in the thing says it's like 4chan found at Bloomberg Terminal. And for the people who don't know, a Bloomberg terminal is essentially like your trading terminal. The screens that you see with the stocks and stuff. Um, right. So basically, this subreddit is actually exactly the opposite of what people think it is. Because people think it's this winning thing that's taking down billionaires. But originally, it's a forum uh, for posting your losses and making fun about it. In a oh, <laughs> really? Like people will li- literally take a bad stock and they'll pick it because they love it and that's where like you know i like the stock like they used to say the same thing before but this time gamestop is a different beast um and and it, these guys aren't like stupid they all love calling themselves autists and retards that's the lingo of the community right and yeah. um but like that's the joke that we are all stupid and like we know that we're playing in this rig system and let's right. see who can post the biggest losses because that's the li- that's the trading life like when you stock trade nobody ever mm-hmm. makes 100 good trades they what they aim to do is make 50 percent of the trades that are good and 50 percent bad but it's about minimizing your losses and maximizing your gains Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, uh, that's the, f- so you will always have losses and the bigger your losses are, the chances are the bigger your portfolio is because you're not going to gamble away a hundred thousand dollars on something as, as an investor who's never, you know, touched a Bloomberg terminal before. Mm-hmm. So right, right. Wall Street okay. bets is kind of like that. Um, and they always had this crazy, like it was an inside joke, you know, being stupid and just doing the stupidest trades, they would call it YOLOing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like see. they would, they would know that a stock is going down, and the memes would be about uh, I'm going, I'm taking the stock to the grave, kind of thing, right? So mm-hmm. I see. Um, okay, that's a totally that's, different idea from what I thought it was about. <laughs> and yeah, I think and that's funny because it's again we'll get into it, but it's also a lot of the media coverage, which right. has been co- uh, controlled by some of these hedge fund interests. So yeah yes that's the thing because knowing reddit i've been on reddit for like a long time i just couldn't see it like i went i went on subreddit a couple times too and i saw what people are posting and it's like everything is like i like the stock i like the stock i like the stock and that's all you see basically (laughs) everyone just repeating the same comment Mm -hmm. so it's like classic reddit subreddit Basically, if you've been on Reddit, you know. Yeah, it's, it's like, worse than all of Reddit, Reddit combined because they really have the four. Like they're adrenaline junkies. They mm-hmm. have big money yeah. moving, and so it's like 4chan essentially. Like the the crudeness of it is comparable to right. 4chan rather. And than then there's just like shit posting pretty much. So it's like yeah. anyone that's like a grown up or adult to come in there and try to decipher yeah. it. Like good luck with that. So, and, and it's so... funny because like if if you post a wall a wall of text in that subreddit, everybody will be like, this guy doesn't have enough emojis. Get the fuck out of here. Mm. So yeah. you know it's <laughs> that kind one of, of us, yeah. it's like the Wild West. So the people joining yeah. in, um do they kinda are they joining in thinking that this is some kind of platform that will help them, you know, um, get know what the best stock is to buy, you know, things like that, you think? or Yeah, so, I mean, it's a mixed bag because people are getting, a lot of people, you know, saw the movement through the memes. Right. And there, a lot of people will always jump in. It's like the, you know, the rise of the TikTok influencers and, oh, hey, look at this quick stock. It's mm-hmm. been popping up, that kind of mentality. Um, yeah. So it's it's a mixed bag because yeah you have sophisticated investors looking into it and you have now the attention of you know uh, probably fifty sixty hundred million people at least if not more who are right. like very closely looking at it but uh, like 
I guess we can dive into the background and how it came to be so you guys so we can have a conversation about why these factors are affecting it and what the public should do. You're right, right. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. start from so, the beginning and yeah. kind of go over. So, yeah, I, do... I mean, mm-hmm. starting from the very beginning because like this is an important concept. So like money is a made up thing, right? Like it's it, this Oh, is you're a... going beginning beginning. Yeah. <laughs> no, like and you have to in order to understand the problem that we're in because this is a very unique problem, unique financial problem. And it's a legitimate mm-hmm. one. This isn't a meme. Like it's a legitimate problem that we have exposed mm-hmm. um and it's about right. to change uh but so the concept like the concept of money is relative right it's it's to measure value like when you had sticks and right. stones if you had an apple mm-hmm. and i had a chicken you might give me six apples to trade a chicken right mm-hmm. and then we kind of right. put it on paper and we created the uh-huh. concept of money now similarly yeah. like like money is a concept so like everything is theoretical but let's talk about it from a normal perspective where you know we have cash and we've seen cash so money is real but there are financial like you buy a stock right like mm-hmm. everybody knows what a stock is and for those who don't it's you know you divide up a million dollar company into a million parts that's one dollar a share a part is a share right like you're sharing right. in the organization so that's what a stock mm-hmm. is so again that's a theoretical thing right because you're not going and dividing the factory into a thousand pieces mm-hmm. and i'm not getting a lease certificate that says that i own you know one thousand of this property it's a share right, right? like and you get it mm-hmm. in this theoretical uh system the construct which is your banks and the entire financial system right um yeah so like referring to a tweet from Elon Musk he put it very well you can't sell houses you don't own you can't sell right. cars you don't own mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you can sell stock that you don't own this is bullshit yeah. shorting is a scam legal only for vestigial reasons so that's what he's addressing the vestigial reason is this that you know it, it's this is a tool created within the financial system because that's what debt is like think about it like if if i had a coin and Ian really really liked it. Like nobody in the world really liked it, but Ian was prepared to pay me $100,000 for it. Yeah. And we did this exchange. Now he's 100,000 in debt to me, but all that really happened was the exchange of a coin. Like the value is always inherent, you know what I mean? So like this system like you cannot um base it like the sales of these stocks shorting a stock like a to give you a summary um why he said that you cannot sell something you have because shorting a stock is something created within the financial system like i was saying with the coin yeah if we exchange a coin all you got is a coin and i got $100,000 so that's a bit of a you know transaction that happened in the air there's no real value to it so similarly they created you know uh, the instrument of short selling which is you which is the reverse of buying a stock mm-hmm. you instead of buying the stock first and then waiting for it to go up and then selling your stock to get that money it's the reverse you sell the stock then when the value goes down you buy the stock back and uh, you put it back in the person's account so like technically what you're doing is borrowing from somebody else so right. like if Ian had 20 shares sitting in the bank account yeah. your bank will still tell you you have the 20 shares but when i short something what it does is the bank gives me those 20 shares right i go and sell it at $100 that it's sitting at right now so i get $2000 now that 100 goes from 100 to 50 so when it goes to 50 i buy back the shares spending $1000 yeah. mm-hmm. and put those mm-hmm. shares back in ian's account so ian was none the yeah. wiser and i got 1000 bucks yeah. richer that's how right. shorting works but all this happened was theoretical right mm-hmm. like there was no real value created in society by this trade. Yeah. So right. that that's why that's why that main issue is there that shorting prevents um I guess organic growth in a sense because all these mm-hmm. hedge funds can come in um and influence the price. Mm-hmm. Now, how do they right. influence the price? Uh it's the sub, like basic supply and demand. So going back to the example, if you have a million dollar company, right? And you break it into a million parts. Uh, that's a dollar a share. Now, um, how the yeah. price movement happens? So, like, okay, you have a million shares in the in the public in the public domain, right? Um, mm-hmm. And now, like, the initial public offering. So, first time the guys come out and sell the stock to the public, 
they're saying that okay our company is worth a million dollars we have a million shares so it's one dollar a share but maybe they're coming two million buyers instead of a million buyers and you know now they all want the stock so the value goes a little bit up because whoever wants to pay the highest mm-hmm. will get that right. value and that's the basics of supply and demand so when there's more mm-hmm. demand your price goes up but when there's more selling when people start you know uh deval like it's not devaluing yourself your share but when you sell there's more of it on the market so the price drops yeah yeah no that so, that's just simple so short i get no that. but what short it, it allows a theoretical giving of uh this you know this reverse trade where you can sell more so theoretically if you have a million uh million shares what gamestop happened is um they ended up taking such a big bet that they did 140% of the shares that mm-hmm. existed so like that theoretically should be not possible it should be illegal that you know yeah, sec that? allowed them to mm-hmm. put a bet that big so that's where the entire issue is because what happened this time around is because of this short selling like what what happened is this hedge fund came in and they put a massive bet so like imagine you had a million shares and somebody comes in and says I'm going to sell an extra million. So now it essentially devalued your company because it added a million theoretical shares that they sold on top of the million that are being sold out there. So now mm-hmm. you have 2 million. So your your stock value just went half price. Mm-hmm. So that's like it's not exactly how it works, but this is like a layperson perspective. So um that's what they did. They drove the value of the stock down and what happened here with GameStop is uh you know Reddit is known for gaming. and it's also known for mm-hmm. you know a lot of other communities among which is wall street bets and uh, this guy deep fucking value i forget his real name he's the guy who kind of is leading the charge so to speak on this um he is the guy with okay. the 50 million dollar uh, portfolio who grew it from the 50,000 just by betting it on gamestop and it mm, wasn't a bet for him because he did his analysis about a year ago like he posted about it he saw that melvin capital that did this massive short and the short was so yeah. physical like so impossible that like um when that short happened if everybody started buying the stock which yeah. is what is happening yeah um that's when you could take down the short seller and how that happens is so buying in well yeah he he and other people and i guess everybody yeah. drove up the value of the stock because they purchased all the shares that were available on the market. Now when you short sell, um especially 140%, that that becomes uh a margin call. A margin call is when you uh borrow money. So mm-hmm. these guys aren't doing it by cash. This is all being done by borrowed money. So the their risk is very significant. But what essentially right. happens here is like um they shorted a massive amount of shares. So there were a lot of shares to buy and then people bought the shares and then people bought the actual shares that were available but now when these guys have to cover because the price has gone so up like you cannot uh sorry just taking a tangent uh like when you buy a stock uh at zero dollars it goes to a thousand dollars there's no limit on it but if you short a stock from a thousand dollars and it goes to zero the mm-hmm. banks will force you to close your positions at certain places to limit their losses so right uh basically what happened is um these guys put in their short these guys caught the short and uh now these uh the hedge fund can't cover because there's not enough shares available in the market to sell and that's why mm-hmm. the importance of holding the stock is there because we're driving the value up by holding like if this thing that is really wanted is not available the price of it will go up mm-hmm. so okay. that is the basic concept behind it is we've got the hedge fund in a position where they have to buy it because mm-hmm. they're 140% of the volume losing money and they're on yeah. borrowed money so it's borrowed time essentially so okay. that's why people right. are holding because that squeeze is about to come um mm-hmm. there's another yeah. one that you can look at it was the Volkswagen squeeze it was a similar mm-hmm. thing that happened in the past and the the squeeze when it happened within a short period it wasn't an hour it was a span of a couple days few days um the price went from like 300 to $1000 oh, because wow. these guys mm-hmm. had to cover so now that there's a lot more awareness about it because this is being dealt with 
by a bunch of millennials who are aware about how social media and everything works mm-hmm. um you know it's it's gaining a lot of traction but the people don't really know why people now just think that any stock they like can be pumped up mm-hmm. um be- just because of the, the numbers they have in terms of strength of people mm, um, i see but th- that's not going to be possible like you right. if if you want to do it the best hope for the future is that everybody gets uh invested in financial literacy everybody starts taking yeah. their own investments into their own hands because you can do a lot better than put money in the pockets of these hedge funds um, right And most people might not even know they're putting money into the pockets of their hedge funds because they're uh, like, for instance, your pension program at work that's covered under a certain fund and it's being handled by a certain fund, but you don't have any control over it because that's being directed by your work. Mm-hmm. But say if you're just letting your financial advisor dictate you uh, at your bank, then you should probably look into it because basic investing is pretty simple. And that's when you can start, you know, learning about these things and when opportunities like this come up they can arise and um i'm no expert because i didn't get in until like 320. <laughs> i watched it go up from 60. Right. Like, mm-hmm. i was watching i was yeah. watching it i knew it was going up but like i did not do my why were you why were you so hesitant to because i've been burned in? before that that was my original story with wall street bets i i uh i was on a bubble with that weed stock mm. uh, back in 2016. Uh-huh. And Aurora, then, like, the, or? Uh, no, it was the uh, the main one in Canada. Mm, okay. Canopy Growth. Okay. Um, yeah. th- their stock like popped. Like I I bought it at like ten bucks and it popped to like nineteen within the matter of like uh, an hour. And trading mm-hmm. got halted, but I was a yeah. newbie to trading at the time, so I got very scared and I ended up selling. But it was also a crash because it was like a bubble. But again, mm-hmm. that was an uneducated yeah. move, and that's why that that happened. Um, versus right now like I'm, i came in at 323 you know uh, thinking that i'll lose my money but there's a chance that this movement might hold and it can actually right. go up so mm-hmm. interesting well yeah a bit of a long one but yeah 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 for sure yeah no it's uh and the, what's crazy too is just uh these trading platforms have had to come in and put in uh, put restrictions like robin hood um you know it's um it's gone that far that they had to come in and so, step in so so i'm not sure if you know anything about the background That's... there but robin hood mm-hmm. is owned by citadel group right citadel group is the people that lent money to melvin capital who were on the oh, other wow. side of this gme yeah. battle That's so robin hood actually thing. manipulated brazenly in front yeah. of everybody the entire world they brazenly manipulated the free market mm-hmm. and because yeah it's it's a cost benefit analysis if they were going to lose like 70 billion dollars if they didn't do it and the sec fine is going to be like 500 million or a billion or whatever so they might as well do it so yeah, yeah from a cost analysis perspective like yeah. whatever they can throw like worse comes to worse they'll probably throw a couple guys in jail from their middle tier yeah that's and uh, just to just, please uh, highly just for it. pr highly reasons i guess yeah if it ever wow. gets there after 2008 yeah after 2008 i highly doubt anyone gets thrown right. in jail everyone just gets a bailout man it's just uh, yeah that's the thing it's just like when the big companies they get screwed up or they get fucked like this uh they just get well, bailed out right they just that, uh do whatever they want but like when it's the common person a common trader yeah you got to fend for yourself and then just like the things around it too right yeah and i think that's uh, why this when is you're... a move like this is actually a movement but mm-hmm. it it's not yet because people actually don't understand what's going on this mm-hmm. is a movement because yeah. like people who who are privy to how the investing world works and financial world works um they see this as you know people can take control because right. there is strength in numbers yeah. but theoretically it would work out because uh the people love a stock and that's what happened with Tesla and that's why Elon Musk hates shorts mm-hmm. because there were a bunch of these yeah. hedge funds who were trying to short Tesla to and short. bring that company down but what happened is people invested in the company but they invested in Elon Musk uh because this man right. has a vision and that's how that particular stock worked because if you look at the metrics like Uh, there's a price to earnings ratio of a stock that yeah. tells you how overpriced the stock is usually that number is anywhere between 15 and 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, tesla was like 700 800 a thousand oh, wow. 
um, which just told them that this was a future evaluation. People are really putting stock into the future of this company. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what a free market is supposed to do. And that's why it's such a movement because GameStop is represented by these gamers and they saved this company, that a company that was being bullied by these hedge funds. Yeah. And that's why it's a movement because, you know, there is power in the free market. There is power now at everybody's fingertips because everybody can get a quest rate account whatever wealth simple you know get an account and put some money in index stocks learn about right. you know the basics like it, it's free it doesn't even it, it will cost you less than actually going to a financial advisor especially in the long run mm -hmm. so that's why it is a movement when yeah when people start getting involved people will start looking at the businesses they like and they'll invest in them that's why people bought Apple yeah. stock. That's why people bought Microsoft stock. You know, these right. companies provided value to society and they were greatly rewarded through the free, free market. Mm -hmm. so. so do you see this um, GameStop, uh, you know, stock going back to the way it was before? Because, you know, initially GameStop was a dying company, right? I mean, they weren't doing that well at all. So, so what do you foresee? That That's a bit of a tricky one because look uh like the squeeze is gonna happen uh, unless you know the stock gets halted by the sec or something like that the squeeze is gonna happen so the price is gonna go way up and then it's gonna mm -hmm. bounce and come down like when people exit their position um but where will it be like i don't know if if GameStop has any capital that they were able to you know capitalize during this time if they got mm -hmm. some money they got some support um like it depends on the company if they do, mm -hmm. if they decide to turn things around with this newfound support and movement and everything, um, like it may get to a hundred, it may get to less than that. Like you never know. But that's the the thing is, this is not related to the performance of the company. This is mm -hmm. related to yeah, how yeah, our financial yeah. system works yeah. and how there are uh, loopholes in the system and how they're exploited on a daily basis by these Wall Street hedge funds. Mm -hmm. But nobody gives a shit, especially the media and the government, until their buddies who are paying them get involved in this. Yeah, and then they yeah. start trying to spread misinformation, stop uh, stock trading, you know, all that kind yeah. of stuff that we're seeing right now. Wow. No, this whole experience has been really good, I think, in terms of just opening people's eyes to what goes on in the stock market and Wall Street um, and just what kind of shady activity goes on. It's uh, it's really good uh, eye-opener. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are... The reason it happened right now, I think one of the reasons might be just to, the pandemic, to be honest, just because I think a lot of people had time at home and a lot of people went towards this direction, kind of learning more about stock market. Like, I know it's true for me. I don't know about you guys, but... Um, that definitely like having all this time on my hands definitely made me research more and like in, more interest in stock market and what's going on and all mm -hmm. these things around it so I feel like that might be something that uh, factored in contributors yeah. to this as yeah, well yeah I think it's gonna let people because I mean yeah people have seen just how much money other people are making off this so I think people going forward are gonna be more privy to actually pay attention you know do a little bit of their own research and um, go into this kind of market and people who are looking yeah, to get just into see. it, just remember, it's not a casino. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. most people will come in with that, right? Answer, right? Yeah. They see that, yeah. oh, somebody got rich, like they made yeah. 50000 into $50 million. Exactly. Um, but yeah. that was because this man did a very insanely, you know, he, he was at the right place at the right time, but he also did the correct analysis through his experience. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. do your uh, do your learning, you know, get educated and then then get involved yeah because you will still you know come out ahead there's no um there's no setback in having to take six months like if, if you haven't learned until now another six months not gonna kill you take mm -hmm. your time learn about right. it and then enter the market don't step in lose your money and then say that oh like this doesn't work yeah exactly yeah it's it's not exactly a get rich quick scheme, exactly but, yeah. that's that's the main uh, point it's not a yeah. scheme it's the market yeah 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 so i think uh, a lot of people like our generation and then but the main thing was how uh, almost popular it got how much it was trending so it was like people that never even thought about stock market or anything like that even they knew about because there's there like memes going on there's like all these mm -hmm. things right 
so they would look at that too so that get, gathers interest too and then for that for the robin hood to do what they did uh, out in the open in front of everyone it just like literally put them yeah. on the spot like it just literally showed everyone how corrupt it's pretty much a big middle finger like, like saying oh we're going to do this and we can we're doing it cuz we can and what can you do yeah, about yeah. it yeah but i'm glad a lot of people and they've been operating like that a lot of people you know ever since it. 2008 like it just got more yeah, crazy yeah. because they saw that there were no repercussions there's actually help on the yeah. other side yeah um right. but the the, the right. one thing that might be good is robin hood was supposed to be due for an ipo uh that okay. initial public offering so mm-hmm. yeah. you know people actually kind of yeah. liked it because it was a, like a free trading service so to speak and it saves you money right. but they didn't know that like the data that they uh traded on like the data that Robinhood collects from your trading goes to these hedge funds mm-hmm. um but anyway the IPO was supposed mm-hmm. to be up and now with this like hopefully they lost a lot of money there too because the oh, valuation yeah. of that stock's going to be down yeah. people are abandoning that app right now like it's done Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I hope so like and that was a big risk that they And the irony of the name Robin Yeah, Robin Hood. Yeah, that was the right. funny part. Right. <laughs> yeah, of that course, was the funny part. Of course, it robs robs for the poor, give it to the rich. Yeah, the world is full of irony. <laughs> that's that's, that's hilarious. But yeah, I wonder do you think in the future do you think there's going to be another GameStop there's gonna, do you think there's going to be like other companies that they're going to try to short other uh, hedge funds and people are going to realize and jump on it do you think that's a possibility well, we, or this is we'll like see more the of a severity of what the impact thing. here is because if say i don't know how the legislators will take it right because you obviously have corruption but we right. don't know yet if we have enough power in the movement mm-hmm. like we have millennial congressmen mm-hmm. working on it people coming from different sides together on this issue but um like yeah. like it may it won't happen in this context like mm-hmm. what happened here is a squeeze that like a uh, an overselling that should have never been allowed in the first place so depending on right. the outcome there may be legislation that will allow that'll change the rules of what can happen within the right. system so yeah a hedge yeah, fund may never get in a position again where they will enter this naked short either by the merits of this this fiasco essentially because mm-hmm. they'll learn from it um mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. or by the regulatory bodies mm, okay. but the hope is right. again the hope is that people get educated because what happened here is they saw how the power of social media can be utilized towards a good thing um and that's what it's supposed to be like right. stop spreading misinformation maybe try to do research together instead and like move yeah. towards the same things like it doesn't have to be gamestop if if you know a community of like 2 million people really love a certain company that's within their niche say uh watch bands right they could drive the right. stock up a little bit and then what happens is they'll see they'll see the public support and hedge funds will you know may or may not be jumping in but that's mm-hmm. how it'll essentially be influenced but the thing is we as people don't have enough buying power influence so yeah uh, you will still need the support of a lot of hedge funds like right now it's not 100% being controlled by the people like there are, <laughs> there's also a lot of medium and big money backing this so um again don't get overconfident but there is enough potential that people can you know use that to um operate within the free market if it's allowed to be a free market. No, well, yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel like there's a lot of uncertainty going forward and how they're going to react to this cuz I don't think they're going to go down quite well. No so institutions are going to be caught with their pants down like this again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right, right. Uh, so, until it happens again. That's we'll the see. thing. So yeah, until happen. something di- <laughs> something like that like this happens again for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely something I thought was uh, something everyone should be aware of, especially in the states. It might not affect us as as much, but it still does, um, especially if you're trading in the New York Stock Exchange or anything like that. It's just a good thing to know because it could easily happen mm-hmm. if you like care too. Is that a common practice in Canada too? Would you say, Roy? Do you know much about that or shorting? Uh, just like shorting and well, yeah. I mean, they're just tools of the trade essentially, but. Um... Yeah, that manipulation can mm-hmm. happen anywhere because Canada has a similar structure to the US in terms of wealth. 
um, and our, you know, financial laws are similar. I wonder similar. if we have, like, better laws uh, or something. No, they're, oh, okay. they're similar. They'll follow each other because, like, uh, it I just makes we... it easier. But, you know, the Toronto Stock Exchange is different by U.S., but just being in Canada, we're always going to be impacted by the States and the rest of yeah. the world is, too. Like, that's why people come to... Uh, or not come, but that's why people invest their money in the New York Stock Exchange because it's been the uh, gold mine of all the other stock exchanges. There's stock exchanges all across the world, like uh, in India, in Japan, right. South Korea. Like they all have their different mm-hmm. exchanges, but the most dominant and powerful one is the New York Stock Exchange. Right. Yeah. New York Stock Exchange, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, we'll see. I guess where it goes from there. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think just overall, um, financial, um, you know, networks are changing. Just uh, look at the um, rise in the, you know, cryptocurrency right now. So, the, the things are just changing for uh, like a lot quickly. Yeah, yeah. There's like a lot of Bitcoin. Is like Dogecoin. <laughs> yeah, that was... There's like a bunch of stuff that's. Do you, do you ever see it being like the actual currency of the future? People only using that? It would make sense eventually, but... We're... Yeah, like it makes, it makes banks, the most sense, but I feel like we're like, far, far... Uh, like I said, money is a made-up concept, right? Like who regulates it? Like this is all dependent right. on different countries and how you value it. Because it's like, if I have gold and you have silver, then, you know, our currencies are going to be different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like... Um, Right. The concept behind Bitcoin is the same thing. It's a decentralized economy. So instead of a bank, it's just like literally an open ledger in the world controlled by, say, everybody's computer where the transactions Everyone, go in yeah, and that's yeah. how it's accounted. So, um, yeah, it can be the future, but mm-hmm. there's also a lot of volatility, especially when anything is cyber, there's security concerns. Yeah, That's, wh- that's yeah. why there is yeah. merit to physical currencies as well. So mm-hmm. it's just a matter of how you manage right, that risk. Right. And I, we're nowhere close to that point where I think uh, everything can be 100% online. I think you still need physical assets to, yeah. in the case of, you know, worst case scenarios, everything gets destroyed, the whole internet grid goes offline. What right. happens then? All your right, points yeah. that were in somebody's system yeah, are gone. That's true. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true, yeah. Yeah, that would be definitely, especially the people that are <laughs> predicting the end of the world every every yeah, year. Yeah, like. every two years is a new one. Yeah, build a big bunker in your house. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll see where it goes from here. It's a lot of like exciting time. I feel like right now for the future, just to see where it might go, just to try to predict it. Um, I feel like in the next ten years, but probably by end of this decade. Things are going to look much yeah, better. I, I hope so. I hope that Previously. the younger politicians actually uh, do something for change. Shout yeah. out AOC. For president. AOC going to change the world. <laughs> president AOC. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't think US is smart enough to actually let that happen, but we'll see. They already call her socialist and everything like that. So Yeah, US got we'll those old, old boys there. So. It's a boys club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a boys club. We'll see what happens there. But uh, let's switch the topic to something a little bit more fun. We got the Super Bowl coming up here. Yes, sir. Little, uh, the boy, the boy is back in the yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend. My boy, Tom Brady. Brady. <laughs> Pretty much uh, <laughs> home of the Super Bowl. It's like, <laughs> guy just, uh, what, what is he in, like 20% 50. of the Super Bowl is played all time? He's in, he's, Wait, oh what? yeah, like off all time, but. Of his own career, he's been in fifty yeah, percent time, yeah. and like oh, twenty years of his whole career. Jeez, yeah, that's... it's like every year, pick a guess, yes or no. He'll he'll probably be there. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was like I was looking at the stat. It's like it's more likely for Brady mm-hmm. to make a Super Bowl than Steph Curry to hit a three. That's unreal. <laughs> yeah, his whole career. Like I seriously did not think he'd be able yeah. to do that in Tampa. Especially I thought he was going to retire. I like, was like, no way. But I mean, he like he was done. Like, yeah, I was kind like, of, you know, I mean, they, he had good weapons. We we should have known. He looked, he looked, he looked washed in like New but, England. Man. That last year I watched no, him. But that's, guys that's throws been... couldn't even get anywhere. He couldn't throw past like 10, 20 yards. Like, obviously yeah, they had he had bad, bad um, yeah. sporting cast, right? 
that's what obviously we know now that was the reason but i would watch his games and i would watch his throws and i was like yo this guy's throws are so bad i was like okay he's 43 it's acceptable mm-hmm. like he's washed like that's it and then when you when you went to tampa i was like okay yeah. it's a last cash grab he's just going to uh get the money play with the great weapons around him and then probably just like yeah they still be bad so i was like yeah he's not going to be as good as people think he is cuz he's 43 man he's not going to make the super bowl again that's going to be way harder <laughs> and first year this guy just freaking gets it beating like packers like he, and he came from the wild card around beating like what's it called washington yeah. football team and then who did they beat yeah, after saints. saints yeah saints and then packers that's a crazy road all, to go all the haters that used to like, say he that literally AFC beat everyone yeah honestly <laughs> oh yeah he went to different di- different conference and got it done like it's it's crazy tom brady is just another level i feel like but yeah him versus the new goat mahomes out here uh it's really hard like what do you guys think who do you guys have yeah i think brady is like The thing was I never really saw his decline in, except for his quickness. Like yeah, he lost the zip mm-hmm. on the ball, but like he always played with his brain. That was his asset. Right. Like he had heart yeah, and he played good. with his brain. Like he always yeah. went for the short plays, chunk it, get the next down, you know, like and then yeah. expose defense when they have a mismatch. And like he still does that. And he's, no, you know, his his IQ is just definitely yeah, his IQ and the way he's approached this game I don't know if you've read 100%. his book but like I, I've kind of skimmed through a few chapters but I love the concept because he he's essentially right. thought outside the box what he did is this <laughs> uh, concept called pliability right. where like uh, you essentially like stretch out the muscle and give it some uh, like during like a rough massage where you're stretching it like as if you were rubbing your arm like very vigorously almost like you've seen those videos um it just creates a little bit of stress in right. your muscles and it also loosens it at the same time so what he trained to do is mm-hmm. like be relaxed when he gets hit and he essentially like mm-hmm. think okay. of a rigid body versus a body yeah. that was made with rubber bands right like what will absorb the shock better and that's yeah. been his philosophy and the guy's a machine yeah. like he eats avocado ice cream like that's his life summer yeah that was, you know i heard that i'm like that sounds so disgusting <laughs> man sleeps at 8:30 but wait Yeah. Wait, you think that's yeah. actually a possibility though? Like I, I saw that too. Like I saw like people making fun of it. Like he said I, like he prepares his body for the hit before he gets hit. Like he mentally prepares for it. How like I don't know. I guess you can try to train your brain that way. I I do believe in that because like again, I, I mean, I'm a I'm a cynical person and like I'm an atheist, but I kind of still do believe in the mind-body connection so to speak. The mindfulness like training your body and neuroplasticity but he what he's doing is he's providing his body a physical stimulus a mental stimulus and he's making sure that they're in alignment and he's doing it day in day out like a machine and i think that's that's yeah. why his body is a well-tuned machine but that body like the brain is his computer but that computer is completely in tune with his body because he's focusing inwards and using that yeah the thing with brady too is like man you have all these accomplishments you have so much money you have all this yeah what, game, what keeps you still you what makes going, you want to come know? back next year like it, it doesn't that's yeah the next string he always says that right like <laughs> my favorite ring yeah. is the next one and, and like, i think that's, that's a very important dedication. mindset because like you guys should uh oh absolutely. you've probably seen it tyson fury you know like when he went to his yeah, retirement yeah. like he he reached that peak that he was working all his right. life for and then once he peaked mm-hmm. like it's almost like the ground beneath yeah. him fell because once he was there like his purpose was right. lost like he didn't know what to do mm-hmm. next so like I, i mean that's a good slogan to have right like my my favorite ring is the next one yeah i guess it keeps once yeah. he attained yeah. the gold status he's like i got to outgoat myself and that's the only competition there is yeah. now is exactly. himself. against himself like he truly believed it and he made it happen yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty crazy all these stories Man. that you hear about the work ethic and everything uh but let's see main question here yeah uh belichick or brady brady at yeah, this point yeah, it's almost yeah. like yeah. I, i'm not knocking <laughs> i'm not knocking on belichick because organizational transformation take a while right like it's not going to happen just tomorrow yeah um like you have to have the right pieces and like lord knows the patriots have had the like <laughs> a lot of wrong pieces for a long time like the last time i saw fire in their offense was essentially like that 
freaking, I want to say, like, 2012, 2013 run. Um, with Moss? Yeah, like, with Moss and when they had... I feel like uh, Edelman, Brady, and Gronk wasn't bad either. Like, that comeback... Come back against the no, yeah, that was a but good Gronk combo. was injured there in the middle for yeah, yeah, after for he years, so like the offense was kind of he was kind of it was like hobbling where Julian Edelman was getting good, but like uh, Gronk was injured a lot of the time, yeah, no, that so, was definitely the case. Uh, but yeah, like I would say Brady as well, like that, that's the thing this year made the whole difference, right? Because his whole thing was I'm gonna go to a different team and I'm gonna fucking I'm yeah. gonna prove that I'm gonna do it without Belichick too. Like, that was the thing. That's what people question. He's a system guy. He can't do it outside the system. So, for him to prove that, I don't know how you can still say Belichick. Nothing to take away from Belichick. He's still, like, obviously, GOAT coach for sure. Uh, One of the best coaches of all time. But, like, Brady doing that, I feel like you've got to pick Brady over Belichick. Brady has transcended that level. Yeah. Like, he's just in his own conversation, Mm -hmm. just like, you know, MJ. Yeah. He's in his own conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. So, so Valet, you're taking uh, Tampa. I, w- I mean, <sighs> go to your head, bro. Like, you Chiefs, That's ch- it. Like, Chiefs are a better team, but yeah, I, I'm obviously gonna root for Brady. Okay, you go and ahead. I love Mahomes too, because like I think you know he's a generational talent. Like, yeah. Oh, uh, but right. the the thing is like, um, if Mahomes isn't as you know like in tune with his body and like longevity wise like if he keeps being rough with himself there's a higher probability that he'll get injured just because he's a mobile qb and that's the biggest concern it's like mm-hmm. uh, how do you make sure that a guy doesn't get a freak injury like i know the league has its rules and all that but like things happen yeah. it's the nfl that's a good point. so like it's it's a half a yeah. billion dollar investment yeah. on chief's part how do you make sure that that's a good um, point you don't do it and you know maybe get brady's coach might work out yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, but all the future QBs are like running QBs now. There's not really any pocket QBs. You, you know what would be the greatest timeline if Brady wins the Super Bowl, retires, and then becomes the Chiefs QB coach, uh, leading the young buck to his tenth Super I, Bowl. I feel like that'd be a waste for Brady. I think they have different styles. Though. I feel like he's definitely better styles. than a QB coach. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that'd be a waste of a. But at the, at that like, level, it's not about how you play. It's yeah. about who you are. Yeah, no, for sure. Mm. But like, you gotta play. Like, that's the edge, right? If, All these if guys I'm Tom are Brady physically and talented. You want, me, you want me as a QB coach? You gotta pay, bring the fucking <laughs> bring stuff. You gotta back yeah. up. Like you gotta break the bank for that. Like, there's no way they can afford Brady as a QB coach. Like, unless he's just bored still, and he's like, like I just I mean, wanna help this young guy. That make that's a bit yeah. different. But I don't think Brady's built like that. No. I don't think he's. No, no, I know. Yeah. That's why I said that'd be the dream time. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's the thing. I think uh, yeah. for this rule, I got. Uh, it's hard to bet against Brady, but I got Mahomes. I would say, uh, just to, like you said, watch better team. So I'm definitely going with Mahomes. Who, who you got, Ian? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going yeah. with Mahomes on this one. I uh, just feel like they have more weapons, and uh, they also have a pretty decent yeah, defense. I, so, I, but uh, I'm going Mahomes. I saw this, one uh, thing is the one thing is the underdog factor, and you know Brady loves being the underdog. That's true. Like Tampa Bay having mm-hmm. never been or won the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. And um, playing at home for the first time. First playing at home. Bowl, yeah. And he has a chip on his shoulder to say, fuck you to everybody. Win another one. Like, boy, yeah. I have lots of chips on his shoulder. Like, family-sized, <laughs> you know, chip packet. Yeah, whole lace Pringles <laughs> on his shoulder, bro. So, so, they might play different. Like, their defense played with their heart out, you know? Like, yeah. play, playing the Packers. No, so. I, I... Yeah, but th- that, at the end there, it was getting close against the Packers. You know, Brady was yeah, making through three mistakes. interceptions sure. in the second half. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you, man. But I, I got three three names for you. That's Tyreek Hill, that's Travis Kelsey, and that's Patrick Mahomes. So, like, I don't know how you stop that offense. It's just, like, you can get... Those guys can get open at any time. Yeah, but on the other side, you have... If you... I think with, the like, Tyreek especially, like, if he doesn't get off to a good start, I don't think he... It kind of gets in his head, I feel. Yeah, he can get frustrated. So that's the one. I think he's been yeah. better when he got older with his like temper because he gets it much more under control. But no, I was going to say the other side's loaded too because you have Brady, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. No, it definitely uh, is. Antonio Brown. But you're going against so, Super Bowl champs, right? They have the history. They have, they've been there before. They have the chemistry. Yeah, like, but it's no, not like Brady's never seen a Super Bowl before. No, no, I'm saying all the others. Mike Evans, Godwin, like the, none of yeah. them have been there before. So it's more so that, like, uh, nerves might get to them and stuff. But I hear you. I hear what you're saying. It's tough to bet against Brady. tough to bet against 
um, <laughs> after seeing him do it so many times, right? But I saw this thing, like this interesting take, where it was like basically this is uh, the Super Bowl, like the most important Super Bowl for both of these guys. Passing the torch. Uh, not even that for both of these yep. guys, because if Brady wins this, or no, let's say if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, that door for him being the next goat or being even better than Brady is open, because that's his second Super Bowl in three mm-hmm. years, right? So yeah. that door is open. Mm-hmm. But if Brady beats him, that door is shut. Because Mahomes can go on to win six mm. Super Bowls, but people will be like, Brady still beat him. So Brady's still the goal. Yeah, one they won. So yeah. they're going to come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They beat it. He beat him when exactly. he was Exactly. Like so they're going to always come back this. to yeah. this. So this huge. Super Bowl is really important for both of their legacy. This is like the mm. legacy yeah, Super that's Bowl. A good one. Yeah. It's, it's important, but I still think in the gold conversation, you have to remember, like, if Mahomes win this one, he has two. Yeah, yeah. And people are saying, oh, he's <laughs> only got to win four to get to six. Uh-huh. But... He's got to get four more Super Bowls. No, no, goals. that's yeah. No, but that's, I'm saying the door is tough. open because it's not like for sure he can. But that's the thing. But, but if Brady beats him, that door is closed. He can win like, five more. Just be, but people just are like, because Brady, Brady was in the game for 20 years, like that's. I feel like that's a big stat for Mahomes because, like, you know, six Super yeah. Bowls. He took 20 years, but like if Mahomes only plays, say, you know, 12 years, yeah, what happens then? Like that's yeah. a much shorter time. No, no, for sure, for sure, that's definitely thing. Mm-hmm. But say, like on the other hand, what if like say Chiefs want to crazy tier and they win like in the next six years they win four rings right so that then it's just like True. Brady never did that so it's like no one's been that as dominant so yeah. it goes both ways right so yeah no for sure no either way it's gonna be a like a very interesting yeah, this, I just hope it's not a blowout wait. <laughs> yeah that's the one thing yeah. I hope not and we got the boy weekend oh yeah he's time, gonna go so. crazy dude <laughs> But it's really good one. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Yeah, no, it should be good. Right, so, um, yeah, I mean, uh, I think that pretty much sums it up for today's yeah. episode. Uh, I feel like that's good. We should uh, see where things go with the stock market, with the Super Bowl. But I hope you guys enjoyed that. Got some more information. I got a little bit more. Yeah, thanks again, Valet, for you know informing us yeah, no worries us, just remember Valet. hold <laughs> just buy and yeah. hold yeah. don't sell <laughs> going to the moon no matter I what like eh? stop. i like the star let's take it to the moon yeah. <laughs> all right guys thanks again for joining and uh we'll all see right, you all guys. next Stay time peace. Peace.